This is episode 10 of the One Idea Podcast. Good product versus good marketing. This podcast is produced by Evolve and Adapt, an award-winning strategy and digital consulting firm based in Singapore and Malaysia. If you're looking to build your brand and generate massive leads and revenue, book a marketing consulting call at evolveadapt.com. Dear citizens, my name is JC Sum. I'm a certified marketing management consultant and the author of Evolve, Adapt or Collapse. Have you ever been to a hawker center where there may be two or three stalls selling the same type of food such as chicken rice, chakwe tiao or wonton mee? But one of the stalls has a perpetual long queue where customers line up for up to one hour during peak hours and the other stalls have barely a crowd. This is true for almost every hawker center, at least in Singapore. The kicker is the food at many of these stalls aren't any much better than their competitors and they aren't that different, yet there are queues of people waiting to order from them. You'll find similar situations for the same types of businesses in the same geographical location, such as computer shops or wholesale markets or industry-specific malls. So why do these hawkers have such long queues? Is it the result of a good product or good marketing? These are two schools of thought when it comes to business. The first school of thought is that good marketing is the most important key to success. Marketing is about communicating the brand or product message to a target audience. Good marketing is required to generate awareness for a product and get sales. Sales means revenue that can be put back into more marketing or product development. There's ample proof that good marketing can make a business profitable even if the product is average. Just think of the numerous brands that you know that have great marketing, massive followings, but have an average product. On the other hand, there are competitor products that are much more superior, but less successful, but often have a cult following from purists. You do not need to look further than the neighborhood hawker center that I mentioned earlier. Most of the popular stalls have been featured on TV shows, newspapers, magazines, food blogs, or won some kind of award. The long queues themselves are a form of visual marketing and work on those who have FOMO, which is the fear of missing out. These customers think, if there are 50 people in line to wait for the food, it must be good, so I better try it. To be honest, I'm the complete opposite. I look for the stall with the shortest queue. An article in Forbes on why marketing your product is more important than the product itself highlighted two points. Number one. Nearly 8 out of 10 online stores fail within the first 24 months, often due to problems concerning subpar branding and an excessive emphasis on the product itself rather than marketing the product. Number 2. While your product is critical to sustainable business success, poor branding in a digital era of social credibility and brand recognition can make your product irrelevant. Inc.com pointed out that the superb marketing trumping great products trend is also very much apparent in politics, where the person that often wins an election does so because he or she has a much better marketing campaign than the competition does. The other school of thought is that a good product and the quality of that product is the most important thing in business. 
Maintaining a customer base is only possible with a good product with quality. If a product or service is flawed in some way, no amount of marketing will help. Marketing can get you a one-time sale, but repeat sales come only when the product is good. Customer satisfaction is also only possible if the product or service is of a certain top quality. In the absence of quality control, a marketing campaign may attract customer attention, but it will not attain customer satisfaction. Proponents of the good product philosophy believe that this is the heart and soul of a business and will ensure that a business is sustainable and have long-term success. If there isn't a good quality product, marketing is just a hollow promise with no real meaning. These proponents believe that if the product is good, it will naturally be discovered and found by people. This is true most of the time, but the question is, how long will this organic discovery process take? Two months? Six months? A year? From a practical point of view, can a business sustain itself during this period while it waits for its product to be discovered and organically marketed? With rising costs and monthly fixed costs, is it viable for a business to depend on organic discovery? In today's market, it is highly unlikely unless you have deep pockets and are prepared for the initial long winter. And success is not guaranteed after that. So what do you think? Which is more important, good marketing or a good product? If you were to ask me and I could only choose one, which one would I choose, a good product or good marketing? Well, this is a no-brainer for me. I would choose good marketing, but with the following two assumptions as caveats. Number one, I'm operating in a competitive modern market with alternatives and competitors. Number two, I may not have the best or a very good product, but it is also not a bad product. However, if I'm launching a product in a market that is virtually untapped with no competition, I will focus on a good product. But my first choice would generally be good marketing. Let me explain my rationale. If I am targeting an untapped market, I do not need strong marketing to get the word out. Having a good product that is new and unique to the market is good enough to garner interest and consumer demand. That is, people will try the product by virtue of the fact that it is new and serves a need. Therefore, a good product will ensure happy returning customers and strong word-of-mouth marketing. However, in a developed competitive market where consumers are bombarded by brand and product messaging every second of the day, then good marketing is needed. Otherwise, even the best product in the world may not be known to the market without good marketing. Here is another way of looking at it. Instead of a business, let us look at the subject as a candidate for a job opening in a company. If you are applying for a job, which do you think is more important, your ability to do good work or how you present yourself at the interview? If you think about it this way, the answer of which is more important may be more apparent. Obviously, if you don't even secure the job in the first place, you will not be able to demonstrate your worth the quality of your work and your abilities. So you must present or market yourself well so that you will be hired for the job so you get that chance in the first place. This starts from your CV where you need to stand out from all other resumes so that you even get called for an interview. 
During the interview, you must present yourself and convince the hiring manager that you are the right person for the job. You must dress the part, say the right things, and sell yourself. It is Marketing 101. Having said that, after you get the job, you must live up to expectations and perform. Because if you don't, you may not be confirmed or you may not get a promotion or raise down the road. This is similar to the importance of having a good product. While good marketing attracts and secures customers, the good product ensures they come back. So the best scenario is of course to have the best of both worlds. For quick short-term results, good marketing is enough to get you there. But to build a long-term sustainable business, you do need a good product. Good marketing and a bad product just means that more people will know about your bad product quicker. Good products ensure that you have repeat customers and have strong word-of-mouth marketing. But if I really had to choose one, I would choose good marketing over good product as long as it is not a bad product. I can do much more to grow a business with good marketing than a good product alone. And this is also due to consumerism, customer behavior, and the influences of social media and the fear of missing out. To quote an article on careerride.com, quality should be the most important consideration for the success of any product or service. Unfortunately, marketing is the real standard by which products or services success or failure is determined. If you were to start a business or launch a new product for an existing business today, what should you do? You definitely have to start with the right product. What is the right product? Remember to always ensure that your product offers value to the market. That is the right product. Find out what your target audience is looking for and create a product to solve their problem. Do not create a product that you like and try to find an audience for it. The greater the differentiated value your product offers, the greater your chances of success. When you start planning for this product, spend at least an equal amount of resources on marketing, if not more. If you're product-centric, I'm not suggesting to hold back in improving, testing, and perfecting your product. It is just that you have to allocate the same effort and resources to marketing. Many leave 10 to 20% of a project budget to marketing. That's really too little. They also don't put their best people on the marketing plan. My recommendation is to pay as much attention on marketing as you would the product development. This includes crafting the marketing strategy, positioning and branding strategy, which ultimately guide the marketing tactics used to implement the strategy. Think about the biggest manufacturer of pocket knives in the world, Victorinox, creator of the iconic Swiss Army knife. They have a unique product that the brand was built around, a multi-tool that could be carried in the pocket. Strong marketing has also allowed it to transcend the Swiss Army and knife enthusiasts. Now, people from all walks of life purchase the Swiss Army knife and it is not seen as a tactical knife but as a useful tool that can be carried every day. In fact, the term Swiss Army knife has acquired usage as a figure of speech indicating extreme utility applicable to more or less any scenario at hand. While the unique product and marketing might have built the brand, it is the quality control, design, and high manufacturing standards that ensure a good product. 
This good product results in continued customers and existing customers who repeatedly buy different versions of their knives. How can you build your product or service as the Swiss Army knife in your industry? And how can you market it to showcase its unique differentiated value to your target customers? Finally, should you start with good marketing or a good product? I hope you enjoyed this episode of the One Idea Podcast. Catch every episode by subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on your favorite podcast app. Just search for One Idea, O-N-E-E-Y-E-D-E-E-R. As you know, a podcast needs listeners' reviews to grow. So please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This ensures we can keep this podcast free forever. Check the show notes for details. If you'd like to learn more about the podcast, myself or our consulting firm, head over to oneideapodcast.com. My name is JC Sum and this has been One Idea.